Welcome to Crossroads and Cauldrons. We are two witches with jobs, families, and busy lives just like you. We talk about weaving the web of community, practicing magic, and life in the Deep South. Hey everybody, welcome to the show. I'm Selena. And I'm Luna. And you're listening to Crossroads and Cauldrons Podcast. Or watching, you might be watching. Yeah. Because we're on YouTube, so if you're just listening to the audio <laughs> podcast, go look at our YouTube uh, channel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're going to put a link in the description somewhere. Yep. Hit the, I'm not I'm Hit not the bell, you. hit subscribe. Look at you. Alright, alright. <laughs> she knows her way around the YouTubes. Uh, yeah. So, how are you? Good. How are you? <laughs> Fighting a I'm little good. bit of a sore throat, so I do have a cough drop. I apologize, but... That's not good. I'm good. I'm good. It's getting a little warm out here. Well, it's actually pretty but nice, But it's still, still nice. Mm-hmm. Um, what happened since our last podcast? So, my kids did make the dance team. Yeah. That's exciting. Um, uh, that means our whole summer is still going to be back and forth to... But that's fine. They're very happy. They're happy, and they're both there, so I can just drop them off and then have like quiet time time for a few hours. (laughs) We'll see what that feels like. Um, There's a kid trying to come out here right now. No, no, sir. I'm recording. I didn't know. And now. (laughs) So as you can see, I just got interrupted by a child. Uh, That worked out. It happens. (laughs) It happens a lot happens a whole lot. Anyway, so we're still um, working our way through this series of the gifts of the goddess. Mm -hmm. And we're on our second one, which is the power to bring forth beauty. So I want to talk about this because I think it's a really um, kind of a misunderstood concept. Okay. Um, Yeah, so first of all, beauty beauty. We have a really fucked up relationship with beauty and standards of beauty mm-hmm. in our society. Yep. I don't think that's a new thing. Um, and I think that's a I think it is a warping of the meaning of beauty. I think it's like the shadow mm-hmm. of beauty. The the problems that we have uh, with our relationship with beauty. Right. Um, so, so let's talk about that a little bit. So, for, for me and from a metaphysical, uh, witchy, spiritual standpoint, beauty is, I don't know how to explain it. Um, <laughs> no, but beauty is, um, first of all, very individual. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a feeling mm-hmm. more than like a visual thing that you can put your hands on, um, you know, and so the, the higher expression of how beauty reveals itself to us, because we all experience it, you right. know, um, when you're moved by music or you're moved by art or you're mo- moved by something, mm-hmm. that feeling that you're experiencing is you're in the presence of beauty. Mm-hmm. You know, you're feeling that sort of profound sense of beauty. And sometimes it is in a visual. Sometimes you see it in a person, you know, you recognize the beauty in someone and you feel that, um, that sort of magnetic feeling. It's all very Taurus Venus energy, right? right? So it's kind of that magnetic 
attraction. You're drawn to that. Look, these birds. These birds are distracting me. I'm like a cat. Um, they want to be in the show. Hello, birds. Tweet, tweet, etc. That one. That cardinal right there. Okay, shush. Shush. Mm. She's trying to shush the birds. Do you hear that? The birds have something to say. Anyway, so beauty... <laughs> um, but when we don't, when we're not able to see that, then we start, you know, degrading ourselves and degrading others, you mm-hmm. know. Um, so there's a lot of magic that's related to glamour. Yeah. You know, and like literally, you see this in the craft, so a lot of mm-hmm. people think of it like that. No. I mean, maybe. But, um, but so glamour magic is all about... Okay, there's two ways to look at it. So the first way is um, it's about changing your appearance or mm-hmm. changing the way people perceive you um, so that you'll be more more accepted. Of course, my neighbors are over there talking too, so you can mm, kind of hear that. Yeah, hopefully hopefully we can door. cut some of that out. But um, It is a Saturday. It's outside. It's Saturday. <laughs> it's summertime, you know. Um, but anyway, what the heck was I talking about? Oh yeah, glamour, glamour magic, glamour magic. So, so a lot of people perceive that as, you know, I'm gonna either literally change my appearance, Mm -hmm. okay, or I'm going to change the way people respond to me. I'm gonna Mm -hmm. change, you know. So if I feel whatever I'm insecure about, you know, because that's got to be where it comes from. Otherwise, you wouldn't be trying to change. Um, You're (laughs) 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 speaking of beauty, like okay. Um, my neighbor's laughing hysterically. <laughs> uh, but, it, you know, it's, it's about changing the way you're perceived, the way other people um, recognize you when you mm-hmm. approach them. So you don't actually literally have to change anything about yourself. Right. But they're going to perceive you as more, more beautiful, more... Mm-hmm. Um, you're, they're going to be drawn to you, okay? That magnetic mm-hmm. attraction. Yeah. They're going to be drawn to... You, they're going to listen to what you have to say, etc. But there's there's another side to that that I think people tend to overlook. I overlooked. Um, and that is really awakening the beauty that's already there. Mm-hmm. You know? Because um, we all perceive beauty in different ways. We all perceive different things as beautiful. So for me, the the magical expression of that is really more about awakening what's already there. Mm-hmm. You know, to be able to bring forth beauty. That's the gift of the goddess, right? Mm-hmm. So that means in order to bring that forth and draw that out, you have to be able to perceive it. Yeah. You know? So you have to be able to recognize the beauty that's around you mm-hmm. in everything. You know, not just in other people. Right. But in yourself, mm-hmm. in nature around you, in your experiences, Right? If you can find the beauty in that, mm-hmm. and you can activate that, if you can bring that out, mm-hmm. that's a huge gift, and it's a huge blessing, you know, uh, to you, yeah, <laughs> and to whatever that thing is, to be able to recognize the beauty in that. Mm-hmm. So how fucked up is our society that we're completely, we're so keen to, to tear each other down, mm-hmm. we're so keen to find the flaws with each other and with mm-hmm. ourselves. Mm-hmm. We're so keen to look out and say, oh, my house is a mess. Um, This, you know, my countertops are hideous. I need to replace it. Whatever it may be. You know, like we are so quick to find and bring forth what we don't consider to be Mm -hmm. beautiful. 
Right. You know, so one of the power, that's kind of human nature, like we mm -hmm. just see the flaws. So one of the powers of the witch is to see the beauty. Mm -hmm. And it may just be like a seed of beauty is all you can see in a hideously ugly situation. Right. But if you can find that, and you can feed that, mm -hmm. and you can draw that out, you know, then what are you doing? You're awakening the best parts. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. So I just think there should be more of a focus on bringing forth beauty. I think <laughs> my neighbors are cracking me up because they're just—I guess they're having—they're having, they're having a, a barbecue or something—and they're just cackling over there, which is beautiful. Like mm, I'd rather I'd, live in a neighborhood rather, full of laughter mm, than yeah. and kids playing than than not, you know, yeah. or alt, the alternative. Um, but yeah, what do you think about that? What do you think? we're doing to each other mm -hmm. and to our planet. Well, we're our own worst critics, for one. Mm -hmm. I know I'm my own worst critic. So, and and beauty is also in the eye of the beholder, mm -hmm. or the eye of the beer holder, depending the on the eye of the beer way. holder. That's tab, um, taps on those. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, I think that finding that like you were saying, finding that beauty in everything mm -hmm. and just accentuating that. I think confidence is very beautiful in a person. Um, someone who is, I don't want to word the, use the word shy, but if they're, they're not very confident in themselves and they don't speak up, you know, and they whisper when they, when they approach to talk to you because they're afraid to voice their opinion or ask for what they need, um... I don't find that ugly, but I don't find it beautiful either. Does that make any sense? Yeah, I think it kind of depends on where it's coming from. Mm -hmm. Like, if it's coming from a place of fear and insecurity, that's not necessarily something I want to mm -hmm. accentuate in right. people. But, you know, there is beauty in softness mm -hmm. and in subtlety. True. You know, um, mm -hmm. as well. Right. But, you know, yeah, I think it all depends on where is this coming from. Are you... Um, coming across as insecure mm -hmm. because you're because you're insecure because you feel um, less than in some way right. or are you just simply quiet and soft-spoken mm -hmm. you know yep. those are they can read the same from the mm -hmm. outside but they're coming from totally different places right you know mm -hmm. so Definitely. I I agree with you on that I think I think too like this comes, this speaks to me as an artist as well. And, you know, every art isn't for every person. Like you right. were saying, um, every person perceives beauty differently, which I think is beautiful. That means mm -hmm. that every single thing, there is someone somewhere that can see the beauty in mm -hmm. that and bring that forth, whatever it, is, whatever it may be. Um, but, you know, as an, as, as an artist, as a creator... My work is not for everybody. Right. You know, sometimes it's not even for me. Like, I don't even like it. <laughs> um, but I'm usually, like you said, the worst critic. I'm so quick to spot, oh, this is not right and this is not mm -hmm. right. And, you know, I'm the worst about this. You come to my house and I'm like, oh, don't look at this because this isn't done or I haven't done the laundry or whatever. Yeah. And that's me doing the opposite of what I'm saying right now. So <laughs> I'm the hypocrite. I see that. Uh, but... One of the things that I think is really interesting, we've talked before, I don't know when, but I know we've talked mm -hmm. about this before, about 
when you're around magical people. Right. You feel that. Or, or if a magical person comes into your life, mm-hmm. um, you start to have, it, it starts to catalyze change, mm-hmm. you know. Um, sometimes amazing change. Sometimes change that ends up being amazing but feels really difficult at the time. You know, you just become this catalyst that sort of activates people, mm-hmm. right? Nice. Um, and if you you are the magical person, then you probably see this happening around you. People come into your life, and within a few weeks, a few months, they're getting a divorce, or they're mm-hmm. ha- moving, or they're, you know, they have a job change. Like, right. when we move in the world, we affect the weave of the world. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, if, if the cosmos are a tapestry, our threads kind of warp and pull on other threads in ways that not everybody does Mm -hmm. because we spend time building and developing these powers, Mm -hmm. right? So, yeah, you become sort of this magnetic creature as you move along. So if you can do that in such a way, if one of the powers that you have is to bring forth beauty, Mm -hmm. right, then you are able to have an impact on your environment and the people that you come in contact with Mm -hmm. because you can start to draw out those things that are beautiful within them, mm-hmm. whether they can see it or not. Right. And little by little, you know, that ex- it expands that, and mm-hmm. they become, they start to re- see that in themselves. Right. The environment you, you are in, you know, I tell my students anytime we're somewhere, we need to leave, because we rent spaces for rituals mm-hmm. and stuff. We, we want to leave that space better than we found it. Right. Like, you are, we're not going to come through and then you have a mess to clean up behind mm-hmm. us. No. It's going to be exactly where it was or better. So mm-hmm. that's the way I want to be everywhere I go. You know, whenever I'm in, in a space, I want to beautify it in some way. I want right. it to be a little bit better for me being there. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think a lot of which is that's our work in the world, you know, to elevate consciousness. Right. To... Um, to speak for things that really don't have a voice really in human consciousness mm-hmm. like the earth and the animals and mm-hmm. the spirits. Um, things that are that are to forge those bridges and those relationships. Right. So if we can do that and at the same time be bringing out the full beauty of those things, mm-hmm. um, fuck, I think that's a huge responsibility and a, a gift. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. What you think? I agree. Mm, all right. <laughs> so that's the show. No, <laughs> no, but I, I, I think that's, I think that's something people don't think about because we have a mm-hmm. shitty relationship with beauty. Right. So we tell ourselves that beauty's not important. Mm-hmm. You know. Beauty, the beauty standards, arbitrary beauty standards, are not important. Fuck that. Yeah. Um. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying there's. There is beauty in everything. Mm-hmm. It's there, even if it seems impossible to find, you know, and especially with dealing with situations. And I'm not going to give any for instances because I'm weird and it's going to get weird. <laughs> but um, it's hard to find. You know, if you're having a loss or a crisis in your life mm-hmm. or losing a family member or anything like that, it's hard to find beauty in those situations. Right. And sometimes the beauty is, you know, I loved this person so much mm-hmm. that the loss of them is heartbreaking. Right. But to be able to feel that mm-hmm. 
you know, what if this person just died and you were like, mm. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing to be able to experience, mm-hmm. you know, the full, the full circle of love and loss and life and death. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that, there's a beauty in that, yeah. even when it's really, really damn hard to see. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I don't want this to be confused with like toxic positivity. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying ignore it, be happy about everything. But I do think there is beauty to be found mm-hmm. in every situation, some kind of way. Right. Some kind of way. Well, like you were saying, when someone's getting ready to pass away, you can always celebrate the beauty of that person, of mm-hmm. the things that they accomplished in their life, the things that they loved in this life. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times they'll be able to show you the beauty that they experienced during this life. So it's, there are different ways that you can find that. And beauty doesn't necessarily mean happiness Mm -mm. either. No, it doesn't. You know, a lot of art and music and things like that that move us, you know, Mm -hmm. you feel moved to emotion, Mm -hmm. doesn't necessarily mean you're happy or that you're experiencing joy. Mm -hmm. But just that feeling of being moved, that feeling of, you know, your heart... Activate. Y'all know what I'm trying to mm-hmm. say. There's not really words. Yeah. Yes. That experience, to be able to experience that and feel that, that is profound. Mm-hmm. That is what I'm talking about when I talk about experiencing beauty. So I think everyone should be a little more creative. Do their art. I, I, think, that, I think everyone, I might be just wrong, but... I think everyone has a creative capacity in some sure. form. Because mm-hmm. I think that's the gift of hu- being human. Mm-hmm. You know, like, all the animals have their animal medicine. That cardinal has the animal <laughs> medicine of talking a lot. Um, no, but everything has a medicine. And we, we think of ourselves as separate. Mm-hmm. You know, we're like, oh, I saw three crows. What does that mean? But we are animals on this planet, too. Right. And we have a medicine as well. And I think our spiritual gift is our ability to create. Because mm-hmm. we can create in ways that no other animal can. Right. Um, and I think that's, that's what we're supposed to be giving to the world mm-hmm. is our creative mind and our dexterity, you know, mm-hmm. our ability to make and build and things like that. So I think it's within all of us to mm-hmm. create in some capacity. And I think we are able to express our inner beauty and mm-hmm. find our inner beauty when we dig in to those those creative um, tendencies. Mm-hmm. You know, like I see it as part of the expression of love. Right. It's part of the expression of art. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all it's all tied together in beauty. That's what I think of. When I think of the, the power to bring forth beauty, this one kind of stumped me mm-hmm. um, when I was first learning this because it was kind of like, what? What does that even mean? Right. You know, but when you sort of meditate on that, what is it that you consider to be beautiful or, mm-hmm. you know, full of beauty? What What is beauty? Mm-hmm. You know, when you start kind of mulling those over in your mind, it takes on a very different context than, you know, what we're presented with as right. this is beautiful, mm-hmm. this is not beautiful. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, so I think it's important for everybody to explore those those things in yourself, mm-hmm. you know, and don't just go by what do you see. Mm-hmm. 
that's where that's where you're going to get confused is if you only use your sight and say this is this is beautiful mm-hmm. visually it's like what, what do you, you feel? feel yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm. well it's like art I mean, we're both very textile mm-hmm. artists and I'm a, both painters and that kind of thing I never have a project that I start end up looking exactly the way oh that my gosh. it's supposed to. Never happened. Never. <laughs> Paint is a big one for me on that. But even in crochet or, you know, other type of, of art, it's the same way. It always ends up creating itself towards the end of it. And so yes. you look at it from the perspective, okay, this over here is what it's supposed to be, and this is going to be so cool, so be, beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out looking nothing like that, but kind of flips it around and changes the direction. And you're like, well, this is just as beautiful or if not more beautiful than yes. what I originally intended. So I see your point in that respect when it comes to art. Same thing with gardening. Mm-hmm. You get out there and you start putting plants out and they're like, okay, this is what this is going to look like. And you write it down and you plant it out. Mm-mm. Dry your no, little plots. Nature, yeah, nature has a different... This is going to live, yep. this is going to die, and you know, <laughs> this is how it's going to look. Um, and you don't have a whole lot of control over that part of it. You stick it, stick it in the ground, you go live or die, and you walk away. Kind of. That's, that's my <laughs> gardening. That's, look. You know, you give it what it needs, and if it survives, great. And if it doesn't, oh, well, you'll know better next time. Um, mm-hmm. So, but even the death of something can still be beautiful because it makes the way for something else to come into that spot so you can look at it that way you've got you've got such a great point there with um things not necessarily going according to plan and and sort of working with your sort of artistic and creative spirit Mm -hmm. um whatever the thing is that you're working with has a a spirit of its own so you're you know like you use the example of a painting so Mm -hmm. if you're working with a painting it is if you come from an animist perspective Mm -hmm which I do, um, then it already has a life of its own. Right. It's already got a consciousness of its own. Mm-hmm. So what you're doing as as the artist in that moment is you're bringing that out. Mm-hmm. You're you know? uncovering that. You're, uh, you're awakening. You're catalyzing it. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're giving it the opportunity to speak its beauty through you. Mm-hmm. You know, and it doesn't necessarily, like you said, come out to what was in your mind right. because it has its own expression mm-hmm. of that um and the beautiful part about that is getting to share in that process mm-hmm. you know getting to sort of see it come alive right. and for me they go through some ugly stages mm-hmm. for like I do a lot of uh <laughs> portrait art and and it kind of goes from okay this kind of looks like a person okay that I don't I don't know mm-hmm. what I'm doing uh to okay okay we're coming back this yeah. this is starting to look like the person I'm trying to draw mm-hmm. <gasps> what am I doing I should quit and then it eventually comes back around yeah. but it's a process of growth it's a process of mm-hmm. making and unmaking just like what we do in our witchcraft practice right. um you know, in, in our own soul crafting, mm-hmm. it has that same process. You know, we're trying to find our inner beauty and our inner connection with beauty as a concept. What is that? You know, the, mm-hmm. the consciousness that is beauty. Um, you know, I think that's one of the highest things that we can do is to connect to that, is mm-hmm. to find that within ourselves. Because I, I see that as like that spark of divinity. Mm-hmm. 
you know? Yeah. It's that perfect part of yourself. Mm-hmm. And I say perfect, and I just assume y'all know what I mean. <laughs> not not perfect, but it is perfect, though. It's perfect. It is. It's that sort of perfect inner beauty. Mm-hmm. I, I'm running out of words. I don't have enough <laughs> words for this. This is such an abstract concept, right. you know, to, to try to put words into. Um, I don't know. But I love that you that you pointed that out, that it takes its own direction. It does. And that's that's a journey of finding mm-hmm. that beauty. And yeah. you got to do that with yourself, too. That's you why do. we journal. Yeah. Stop it. That's why we... you got to journal. you got to do it. I, too, have hated it at times. Stop. I have. Um, but... I have found the benefit of it to uh, overrule my um, petulance yeah, <laughs> about it. You. Petulance about it. Sometimes I feel like I'm just uh, purging. It's mm-hmm. just a word vomit into my journal. And that's okay. Because mm-hmm. it's got to come out some kind of way. Right. Um, my son hilariously was telling me this is kind of off topic. Is it is off topic? Um, yesterday, that are you sleeping? I'm Do you need sorry, a nap? I don't I'm know sorry. where it went. To. Wake up. Okay. Um, we're talking about my son. He uh, recently got a phone. <sighs> oh. Well, because they're on dance team, and I just yeah. want them to be able to message me if they're at the studio or whatever. Anyway, so he recently got a phone, and he texts himself, okay. and he'll send himself like. When he's nervous about something, he'll send himself a little message and he'll talk back encouraging words to himself. And I'm kind of like, he's journaling, mm-hmm. you know? And it's kind of sweet that he's... And he keeps he keeps the nice messages that he sends yeah. himself. So I just think that's kind of sweet and kind of like such a Gen Z thing to mm-hmm. do, you know, where I'm like, let me get a journal and write in it. And he's like, I'm just going to text myself. It's yeah. fine. He's <laughs> so just giving himself a little pep talk. Yeah, but mm-hmm. isn't that... I, that is encouraging to me. Like yeah, I have such hope great. for the future generations. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but I think we got a lot of healing to do of our mm-hmm. relationship with beauty. Yep. So do that, everybody. Journal about it. I'm sure know. a lot of people's um, idea of beauty changed during COVID too, because we were a lot of us were stuck at home. Because then all of us gained some COVID weight and wore a lot of yoga pants. Uh huh. Which, that wasn't really a change for me. That was kind of my normal <laughs> operating standards. But, yeah, I'm no, sorry. I think I think you're right. I think we got a lot of appreciation. Yeah. For, um... For what you have at home. Well, yeah, for mm-hmm. what you have at home. And, and appreciation for things that we couldn't have mm-hmm. during that time. Yeah. Um, I also think we probably got a good look at what we really don't bloody need. Mm-hmm. That too. And I don't know if we parted ways with it, but I think we got to look at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> At any rate. Um, and if you could do without, you certainly you figured out a way around it. So. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. And figuring things out like that's a beautiful thing, too. So. See? It's a journey. It is a journey. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> this is a weird topic. It's, it is it's, a weird topic. It's hard to verbalize this particular. Yeah. It's, it's something you have to experience. Mm-hmm. But it is a gift of the goddess mm-hmm. to be able to see that mm-hmm. and you all have people in your life that when you're around them they make you feel like a million damn dollars that's mm-hmm. what i'm talking about that's what that is a goal mm-hmm. to strive for yeah um in people's lives i hope that 
I do that for people. I'm sure there's some people that are like, do not put me in the same room with her. No. Um, it's not you, is it? No. No, okay, good. Um, but, you know. <laughs> what was I saying? <laughs> I was saying that, that that's a goal to, to reach for, is to be able to inspire other people to find their own beauty. Certainly. That, that to me is more important than them perceiving you as beautiful mm -hmm. or what you do as beautiful. Mm -hmm. If you can inspire them mm -hmm. to find their own beauty, right. um, then that's amazing. Right. Yeah. Or to succeed at a gift that they didn't know that didn't realize was actually a gift. So. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's a huge thing mm -hmm. to be able to share inspiration. So the concept of inspiration um, is a divine concept. Like that's a, if you talk about Awen, like mm -hmm. that divine inspiration, that's when like divinity is flowing through you. Right. So if you're inspiring others, then that divine force is flowing through you and out and like splashing on other people. Mm -hmm. That's what I want to do. Okay. I want to soak people with inspiration. I want them to be wet by the end of the day with it. <laughs> is that dirty? Sounds dirty. <laughs> Sound guys. <laughs> Maybe a little. I said what I said. I hear you. Maybe a little. <laughs> well, anyway, that's pretty much um. This may be a short episode. That's okay. I don't know that's if okay. I got my point across. I think you did. Okay. I think you did. That's good. Yeah. Well, it's individual. It is. Okay. It's personal. It's definitely personal. And you have different people that inspire you for different things. So. That's true. That's true. Different areas of your mm -hmm. life. Um, so now the birds are quiet and the neighbors are quiet. Now at the end of the show. Of course. Well, you said something. I said something and yeah, they heard me. Jinxed Oops. It. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, well. I don't know. I don't know if I have anything else to add. Let me check my notes. Uh, no, I think I pretty much uh, said all the things that I want to talk about. Okay. All right. Well, this will be a short show then. This will be a short show, but next week we have another interview. Next week, next next episode. Next episode. Um, we have um an interview from who's next on our list? I'm gonna check real fast because I have it right here. So why not um entertain them for just like two seconds? <laughs> well done. Okay. Uh oh. Uh, um, surely not. Uh, is that a recording, Kel? That's a release date. Why do I have three of ours right together, back to back? That's not going to work. Keldon. Keldon's going to be on the next episode um, after this one. Keldon hey, Mercury. Keldon. That is an awesome one. I, I lent that book to you about the mm -hmm. Witch's Sabbath. That's coming out. Um, you can see him at Mystic South in later in July. This episode should come out before that. Mm -hmm. um, so come to Mystic South. Mystic South is like a week after this episode comes out. I'll be there. Keldon Mercury's going to be there. Um, several other people are going to be there. We talked a little bit of that, about that last the episode. Last show, yeah. um, but that's coming up immediately. And then Temple Fest also is coming in August. Mm -hmm. End of August. August 27th. If you're able to go, I would love to see you there. I will be presenting. And um, it's going to be a good time. Sounds good. Yep. The end. That's all I have. Thanks for joining us, guys. We'll see you next time. Blessed be, everybody. Bye, y'all.
Thank you all so much for listening, and don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe through your favorite podcast provider. It helps us get our podcast in front of more listeners just like you. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can leave us a voicemail by clicking the link in the description of this episode, and you can always find us on Facebook and Instagram by searching for Crossroads and Cauldrons Podcast. <laughs>